Welcome, everybody, to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Branding Evangelist. And oh, my goodness, my guest today is coming all the way from the great city of Austin, Texas. And so she and I were just chatting here for a bit, and I tell I told her how much I love Austin. I've never been there, but I want to go there. And she's like, yeah, Austin is the place. So please welcome Julie Koryev. How you doing, Julie? I'm great. How are you, Gary? Oh, I'm doing well. Listen, I'm just thrilled to have you here today. So if you don't mind, please tell everybody about what your company does. Yeah, well, my company, Speak as One, is a mental health company. Hmm. It started off by, with my own personal journey around mental health, which started back when I was young, but had a uh, got a divorce seven years ago, and it wasn't the divorce, I would say, that kind of opened up this Pandora's box of things, but um, it was all of the years that I had never like really taken care of my mental health and, and I had my master's in counseling and I still wasn't taking care of my mental health. So after this kind of interesting time in my life where, um, I really felt paralyzed by my mental health and I was looking for answers, like where are there people like me in this world? And I couldn't find them. And I was also getting a lot of help. I realized that we were missing, and this was before the pandemic, so people weren't talk about it, talking about it as much. I realized that we were missing real stories around mental health, that everything was very clinical or very motivational. So I started off just wanting to create this company around people sharing their stories around mental health. And then the pandemic happened and, you know, we all had to take pause, forced pause. And, uh, but as soon as I could start sharing these stories, I, I got right back up and was like, hey, you know, just asking friends and people, would you share your stories and resources so we can hear it out of people's mouths? Like, what is it like going through this? And out of that created, you know, really, we wanted to focus on the resources because there are such a lack of resources. And, and let me back up because there are a ton of resources, but they're very hard to find. Um, but what do we do to treat our mental health like our physical health? Like, where are the where's the weights, you know, that we have for our physical health? How can we really foster that? So speak as one, along with the stories, decided to create these box subscriptions so we could then work with businesses and universities to then give them the tools that they need to support employees and support students. So that's, that's what we're doing right now. And that's fantastic. That really is. And I just want to tip my hat off to you for taking this on, because like you said, a lot of people don't talk about mental health or they do talk about it. They don't know really how to talk about it. What is that about? What are your thoughts around that before we get into the companies? Because I do want to explore that. What exactly is going on with this topic that seems yeah. to be kind of a hot potato, uncomfortable for people? That's a good question. You know, I think because in the past, mental health was seen as like, you know, the movie one flew over the cuckoo's nest or, you know, it really was mental health meant that you were crazy. Right. And instead of having this holistic approach to mental health, that it is like a physical health. We have a physical health. We all have a mental health. Sometimes we're in our optimal physical health and we feel great. Sometimes we break an arm. Sometimes there might be a more a serious you know, terminal illness and, you know, same thing with their mental health. So I think for years it was just seen as like mental health means crazy. So people didn't want to talk about it. 
people didn't want to explore it. And then, you know, now we have this younger generation and I feel like they're the ones that are really opening up about it uh, because they're really struggling. And I couldn't imagine being a teenager or a, or a uh, college student in this day and age. They, there's the pressures and things that they're dealing with are instrumental more than we ever had to deal with. So I think that they're searching for answers. I think that our generation did not talk about it much and neither did our parents. And so you know, and that's okay. Cause we just didn't know any better, but I think that they're really searching for answers and they're saying like, let's bring this to light. I think it's great. Got it. So when you, so when you mentioned that you work with companies, exactly <laughs> what are you doing through Speakers One to yeah. companies in this endeavor? Yeah. So we believe in bringing people together to talk about mental health. The when, one way that we can break out of this stigma is by saying, if everybody's doing it, you know, it kind of goes back to that old school, like, don't want to miss out. <laughs> if everybody's doing it, we can then start normalizing the conversation around it. So we know that a lot of employees offer through insurance or what have you, you know, the opportunity for people to then go see a therapist. And a lot of employees are not using it. In fact, 50% of people are leaving the workplace due to mental health. And, um, and so what we say is like, we will come in and spend a day with you and your employees and really bring in the professionals and almost have a small workshop around ways that they can support themselves and support each other at work and teach them skills mm. and, and teach them skills around how do we separate the stuff that might be going on at home? How do we support them at home? But also how do we separate when the stuff that's going on at home, which we can usually bring into work, which can affect our work and, our, and, and things that are going on during the day. So to really give them the tools and things that they need to support themselves and each other, like I said, at work. And, and then to then supply them, That's a, this is where the subscription box comes in. So we'll say, these are the tools that you're gonna use for the next few months to support your mental health. And here's some resources within this box. And then we come in and every quarter or so, we replenish that box with new items and things that they can use and kind of an updated information on how they can support each other and themselves over the next few months. So you're working with corporations, big companies that have budgets for this? I mean, who is your typical client? Uh, yeah, that's the goal. Right now, uh, we're working with a smaller, we, we just launched. So oh. we're very much in the early stages. But yeah, right now in talks with the, um, a, 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 well, it's past the startup stage, but still a smaller company right yeah, now. Like, here early, early stage, like one to two years. Yeah, early stage, yeah. So, so starting small, but wanting to grow big. And, you know, the budget for this is, you know, what they, what they found is every dollar you spend on mental health is $4 back into your pocket. So we don't feel like this is something costly that's going to break their budget. We feel like it's only going to add value to what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that makes sense. What are some of the typical mental health issues that are popping up in the workplace, especially in a big company? What, what have you found that people are carrying over there? You know, it's interesting because it's not anything that's kind of like in the DSM, um, mm. but it's more of loneliness, which the Surgeon General just came out and said is, you know, the new epidemic. And, you know, I think that stems probably from carrying over those feelings and stuff that happened through the pandemic 
a lot of times, even if we're at work, we're still on our phone. A lot of people are still working remotely and not connecting anymore. And so I think that loneliness can be extremely painful. I know because I, that's something I struggled with tremendously. And it's a very isolating feeling. Even if you go into the office, if you're not engaging with people um, and then you're going home and, you know, just kind of living this life of, you know, Oh uh, yeah. Just, you're just living a life where you're not connecting anymore. It, it, it creates uh, sadness and loneliness. So that's the main thing that's being seen and talked about right now. That's interesting. Cause I dealt with that myself for mm-hmm. many years as an entrepreneur. <sighs> and I know that feeling and I know what that can, I know the havoc that can create with someone. So we, we should talk about that because that's it. I'm well-versed on that topic, by the way. I really am. And it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting uh, that that's showing up with younger people today because you would think that, and I, and the reason I say younger people, because, because when you think about corporate America, they're typically in their twenties and their thirties or whatever. I mean, that's the typical workplace, right? I mean, so you would think they got all these friends, they got all these connections, but yet they're dealing with that issue. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, it's so unfortunate. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that you went through that, too, because that's you know, that's what helps other people is knowing that they're not alone in their journey. Yeah. You know, that they know that other people went uh, that went through the same thing. And being an entrepreneur can be very isolating and um, and lonely, like oh, a lonely yeah. path. You got to You got to really be mindful about incorporating, you know, community and people in your life because it's. It's a tough journey. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, let me ask you this. Okay. In terms of these companies that you're targeting, what bugs you the most when it comes to how they're even, even addressing this issue or thinking about this issue? Is there bad advice they're getting, bad intel, or are they choosing to sort of overlook it or devalue it? What, what kind of bothers you a bit if that's the proper word in terms of the attitude of corporate America when it comes to mental health well you know I think I I actually am hopeful and the reason I say that is because I think people have good intentions Mm. and you know they're like oh we're going to add this to our insurance and we're going to add packages for people to support their mental health and uh and that is a great step, but I think what they're not understanding, and maybe they are, maybe they, and I, cause I'm not speaking of all companies, but I think sometimes they don't understand that it's really hard for people to go take that first step. Yeah. It's hard to do it on your own. Uh, you feel, you, you feel like, is well, is there something wrong with me or other people using this? Is my boss going to like find out about this and then not think I'm capable you know, there's all sorts of reasons why it's hard to take that step on your own. And that's why we feel like if we come in and, and make this more of a, you know, company effort throughout with everyone, then they're actually more inclined to go use that service because, you know, they feel like supported or they know that their colleague might be going through something too. And yeah, so I, you know, we do see that companies are offering, um, more mental health days. We see that they're offering packages. It is being talked about more. And so I, uh, I'm actually hopeful that, uh, 
Good. People are, are really working towards doing the right thing. And I think you're right about that. And I think you're on to something. That's why I'd say bravo to you for having this be your crusade, so to speak. Because when you look at the workplace, especially corporate America, in terms of what makes up a happy workplace, right? I mean, you, yeah. you, there is diversity issues, then you've got the bad boss issues, and then you've got morale issues, then you've got productivity issues. I mean, there's all these dynamics. Yes. Now, what's, what's interesting about that, though, is that, well, maybe the root cause of some of these issues has to do with the mental health and the well-being of your employees. Wake up, CEO, right? Wake up, human resources. And so you may be you may be on a in branding, you may be riding a wave right now in mm -hmm. terms of something that is really trending that I think companies are starting to set up and recognize, well, maybe it's not as simple as putting more pressure on them or making them feel insecure in terms of, well, if you don't produce, if you don't help us hit the numbers then you're out of the door because then you're out the door because my God, like you said, these people are dealing with pressures that we don't, I know when I, and I worked in corporate America for 10 years, I didn't really, we, I had pressures, but not to the degree of what these kids are dealing with today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would agree with you 100%. And, you know, I, I think that there's this mentality that we've got to work 24 seven in order to make this successful in order for the company and grind and grind and grind. And, know. you know, that's, yes, yeah. we need to keep up with our numbers. And I understand that, you know, as you know, I'm building this company. Um, but I also feel like the more support that we can show the people that are working for us, the more we can, they want to work harder for you. They want to, yeah. you know, be there. They want to say, wow, like I'm feeling really supported. So I want to work harder, you know, yeah. Yeah. I want to figure this out. And I think that's just honestly is a, maybe there are some people that, you know, work better under more of a controlled, you know, <laughs> um, I'm, you know, I'm going to like tell you what to do and this is how we have to work. And, right. and maybe that's better for them but you know the fact that there are companies that are really trying to i think support their employees is seems to be more of the young well, the way the younger generation is going anyway i think so and um the hybrid market the, the hybrid workplace doesn't really help with this cause right <laughs> because yeah. everybody started working from home and now a lot of these companies that you probably know are saying come back come back we need you in the office and they're like no i want to stay here and now so let's mm -hmm. let's work let's work this out. Maybe two days in the office and three days at home or whatever, right? I mean, it, there's a lot of dynamics here, but it comes back to these folks, these employees cannot be depressed. If you if, if you got issues of depression and sadness and this that and the other going on, a company would be crazy not to address that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, so, absolutely. And I think the people that don't want to come back to work are, are, are the ones that are struggling too, but they don't know how to address it because, you know, they've gotten so comfortable in this, in their home and being behind the screen, yeah. but yet they're probably also really suffering and it's hard to break out of that mold. It's so hard to take the first step. It's hard to take the first step to get help. It's hard to take that first step out the door and say, let's start getting, you know, this momentum going. We're out and about with colleagues and yeah. maybe in going and 
you know, gathering after work and, and, and bring back that community aspect of it. Yeah. 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 Boy, this is really fascinating. God, I'm so glad you're here today. This is great. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, geez. And remember, this is a branding podcast, right? So I'm also (laughs) processing this from a branding perspective. And Mm -hmm. one of the thoughts that just popped into my mind was, well, the idea of, of impacting productivity and morale and relationships and all these types of dynamics in the corporate workplace is nothing new per se. Mm-hmm. So the branding question becomes, well, how are you, through your company, distinguishing yourself? To say, because that's the branding question, right? Mm-hmm. So that you are looked upon as being a leadership brand in your space to know that you're bringing a whole new approach to this, solving this problem. You follow me? What? Are, what yeah. Where are you with that? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's something whenever we started working on our website, you know, I knew, like I've, I've seen a lot of like box subscription websites and it's all about the box subscription and they're lovely. But I was like, I want this to be a brand. Like, how can we grow into a brand? Um, But what separates us is that we also, you know, with the boxes, we have a long list of these storytellers that bring the human aspect to this. Mm -hmm. And what we would like to do, you know, with the companies and if they're interested in some of the things we've engaged with them and talked to them about is, is having their CEOs talk about mental health and why it's important to them. And giving them a QR code to our storytellers. And eventually when we have enough storytellers and we can, uh, you know, really create certain libraries of, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, eating disorders, or maybe it's, you know, people that are uh, dealing with loneliness and being able to separate the stories so they can really go and click on what, you know, they identify with. That's yeah. that's where we want to be at some at some point. It's a you know it's a growing process, but we want yeah. people to feel like they are getting er- what they need in so many different areas, and that is either through auditory and hearing stories, the items that we have in the box and feel and touch, um, you know, sensory ev- everything that that they do throughout their day to be able to say, well, this isn't working for me right now. Maybe I'll go listen to a story. You know, maybe this journaling today isn't just, you know, and just for today, I'm going to try something different. So we, we really are trying to be on like the cutting edge of saying this is more than just a box with items. We want to bring the professionals into this. We want to bring the stories into this. So do you bring professionals in actual therapists that can meet with these individuals and say, listen, uh, and, and, and I'm not trying to make light of this uh, from the standpoint called, well, listen, uh, tell me about your childhood, right? I mean, I don't know how deep you're going with this because when you get into mental health and you know this better than anyone, there's a whole lot of root causes going on there. And oh, yeah. yeah, so Yeah, we don't bring in the therapist per se to work with individuals. That's what their insurance companies are. That's what the work, you know, is already providing through insurance or they or most of them are. Okay. But what we are doing is bringing in the professionals on that first day where you kind of, you have more of like a workshop that are really addressing, Mm -hmm. you know, 
you know, they each all, they're each going to have their little session where they are addressing specific issues that we know are going on yeah. in work and at home and, okay. and teaching them coping skills okay. that they can do. And that's where, you know, that's where we'll have items as well um, in the box every few months. So really trying to bring in the professional side of this. And um, yeah, and then eventually one day on our website, having all these resources for them. So yeah, just trying to grow our, our brand in yeah. many different ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I love that because you you are equipping them with the tools, the coping skills. You have access to the resources, the support you need. Your days can be brighter than you ever imagined. I mean, that's really what your brand is about, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely want to support whether it's a whether it's a preventative measure, you know, and maybe yeah. you haven't had, you know, maybe your mental health has been optimal for many years and you haven't had anything. So it's just preventative that because we're all going to have times in our life. Like we can't avoid, you know, things that might happen. So yeah. it's either preventative or able to support people who are going through it, but maybe just don't even know what to do. And that's where I was at. Right. I was in such a dark place. I'm like, what do I even do? How do I support my mental health? I go to therapy, but what do I do during the week? Yeah. Like, how do I work with this? And so, you know, we want to be able to hit people from all, all, all angles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Thank and, you. The, and the magic word you also said there was preventative. Yes. Because that's the, that's the key thing today. I, I once did a, um, branding workshop years ago and there was a woman in the class who was a therapist and she pulls out a balloon and this is when I was asking each person to introduce himself right so she pulls out a balloon from her from her purse blows the balloon up holds it in her left hand and she says to everyone this is what most people don't realize and understand and she reaches back into her purse and pulls out a pen and pops the balloon and she says there are so many people walking around who are one incident away from popping mm -hmm. you don't know who they are yeah, we don't know where it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And you think about that, Julie. You look at what's going on now with these mass shootings and all this other workplace violence. Yeah, because think about it: workplace violence that's been around for decades. That's nothing new. No, but we're seeing this rise with these mass shootings and other things. So I say all that to say what you are doing is so significant. Mm, thank and you. I want to acknowledge you for taking this on because mm. it's, because when you just said a minute ago about preventative measures and coping skills, your brand is, is around this whole thing of these companies and these employees and their worker bees and everyone else. It's not arming themselves in the sense of, well, you just, we need to have guns. No, none of that. It's about arming yourselves with the mental capacity and the assurance and the confidence in yourself to know that you can be the best employee possible, that what's coming can be better than what's been, that what's in front of you is better than what's behind you, that the worst days are, are, are behind you and the best days are in front of you. 
And when you start letting these folks know that that's what your work is about, oh my God, you are going to make such a difference. Oh, thank you. You know, that's the goal of this is just to help people and in, in ways that we can, you know, provide them with more joy, a little more joy. Doesn't have to be, you know, we don't have to go from like, let's say it's hard to get out of bed to yeah. zero to 10 in a day. It takes time. And we're just talking about doing little things each day, you know, having a little more joy each day, enjoying work a little more each day, being able to go home and enjoy your family a little more each day. Oh, oh bless you. <laughs> now, now, Julie, before we sign off, okay, we're tuning in and they're loving this and they want to know how they can learn more. What's your URL? What are your socials? How can people connect with you? Absolutely. So our website is speakasone.com. So is our Facebook, our Facebook Speak is One, our YouTube channel, which is where all of our storytellers are, is a, a, a Speak is One as well. Our Instagram is the only thing that's different and that's Speak is One community. Mm, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, listen, thank you again. And is there, before we sign off, is there one last thing that you would like to say to our audience about this topic? Yeah, you know, what our tagline is healthier together. So when we can, you know, come together and start talking about mental health, when you can find your one or two people that you can really open up to and have discussions about this, you find that people want to help. And I think that that is something that we sometimes forget. People want to help. They want to be there for you. Even if it's just one or two, find your people and know that we're healthier together. Well said. Well, listen. Bravo. God bless you for that. Thank you. And thank you. And to our listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Brandon Evangelist, signing off. Take care. All right. Woohoo. That was awesome. Thank you. Oh.